All right, you hear me all right? All right, let's go with this one here. 30 stick right, Reno, Zip Malboro, Miami LeBron. Subscribe notifications on, on two. Ready? On two. Set hit! Blue 58! Blue 58! Cannon with 18 arc. I want right. 180! Yeah, here we go! Red right, 24 double Puma on one. Ready, Welcome back into In the Huddle. I am your host, Josh Ortega. Today is Monday, February 26th. Another Monday, another show for you guys here today. We got a pretty chill show today. All right, we're going to be ranking quarterbacks later in the show today. Pretty quick show, pretty chill show. Obviously, we have the combine coming up next week. So, a lot of things coming up. Just a little chill show for you guys this week. Obviously, we talked a lot of free agency last week. A little, little chill show. Like a talk, right? This week just going on here. Um, just some big news coming out of the weekend. Obviously, D. Higgins was franchise tagged. I think we all kind of knew that. Um, the big, honestly, the biggest news of the weekend so far. Uh, I spent my weekend watching the Lakers. Uh, you know, they they won Friday, lost Thursday, and then lost again yesterday. And then I was gonna watch the LA Galaxy play in Miami, but I'm glad I didn't because um, the red card from Mark Delgado. You know, this yesterday was just, uh, I was glad I didn't. I would have got very mad. I'm a very animated sports fan, so whenever I watch anything, uh, I'll get mad if we're playing bad. I'll get Really happy we're playing good. With the Suns yesterday, I was kind of out of it um, just because it was a weird 2 o'clock tip-off, which is weird for the Lakers. But either way, just weird. Just weird. Just weird game. Uh, not a great game for the Lakers. They started slow again, and they the Suns just took full advantage. So, KD Booker, uh, Bull Bull. I mean, just, I mean, seeing Bull Bull be active as, the act, as how active he was for the Suns, just kind of unbelievable. Other than that, pretty sure weekend for me. I hope you guys had a very good weekend and have a great start to your week. Uh, other than that, though, T.A. against his franchise tag, I mean, it's not surprising. I know I've heard a lot of people say he could, you know, we could see a tag and trade with T. Higgins, but I don't know. It just depends if he wants to play on the tag, whether or not that decision will be made now. I don't think so. But I think definitely maybe down the line, if he does really want to be traded, I think we'll let, we'll be, we'll be, um, let, uh, let known very soon. But other than that, not very surprising that the Bengals would franchise tag him. Other than that, I think honestly the biggest news was the cap space, uh, adjustment, 30 million in cap space added on to the cap space that we already have. The highest cap space that we've ever had. I made TikTok about it on Friday. So if you haven't, je- Seen that, go check it out. Basically breaks out everything there. But I mean, a lot of big moves could be made. A lot of people can be play- paid with that kind of money. So just just some highlights of the weekend so far, right? But other than that, nothing too crazy. We're in that point in the offseason where, you know, little news is coming out every now and then. Just kind of getting ready for the draft. I think next week I'm going to have my NFL mock draft with the Combine starting next week. So that being said, I think next week we'll have my first mock draft that you guys will see here. Then there will be a second one posted to the SHT Sports channel uh, roughly in about a month or two when free agency starts and after that kind of wraps up. Just um, just seeing that and just seeing where players go and everything like that because draft stocks can rise and fall and then we'll have one more right before the draft. So with that being said, let's get into it. I think let's get into our NFL tier list for quarterbacks. So this is every single quarterback that started for the season for um, each team. Uh, it doesn't have obviously backups because we get so many injuries this season. It doesn't have a lot of backups on here. So we'll kind of combine backups if we really need to. The backups that have played the most time, everything like that. I also have a slot for injured because there are a lot of quarterbacks on this list that we really cannot grade because they were injured for most of the year or played like two games and then just did not plan out, right? So we're not going to penalize them for playing two games and going under the the knife and you know having a season-ending injury well, it's just not going to happen but just want to have that slot there so i'm going to randomize it i'm just going to mix it up and just like move people around and just talk and uh you know just move it around just because um you know a lot of these guys it's just kind of you know just kind of moving around We're moving it around and um you know just gonna go i'm doing this with my eyes closed by the way i don't know if you guys can tell obviously audio wise you probably can't tell and there's no video of this so i'm doing this with my eyes closed so i'm just kind of clicking and dragging and i'm hoping i'm just randomizing everything but yeah so we're just kind of we're just kind of gonna go like this and like that and i think that should be good enough right yeah okay that's good enough so our first quarterback on the board washington commanders sam 
Howell, the UNC prospect who started the season as the starter for the Washington Commanders, right? Who have the second overall pick this upcoming season. And uh, it was a it was a mixed year, right? Mixed year for Sam Howells. He was, you know, for Sam Howell. You know, he was first in attempted throws with 612, but he was 12th in passing yards with 3,945, tied for 15th in passing touchdowns, and 21st in interceptions being first. He led the league in interceptions according to PFF. Uh, PFF graded him overall 60.3, passing 57.6 as a rusher, 72.0. And um, yeah, just not the greatest season for Sam Howell, right? We have S, A, B, C, D, and F, and then we have the injured slot for tiers, I guess I should uh, pointed that out earlier, but not the greatest year, right? And definitely not the best year, but did a lot of people expect this? Uh, I mean, kind of. I didn't, ex- I mean, going into the, this season, I didn't expect amazing things from somehow, just because, you know, I didn't expect a, a lot. Guys, a first year starter, you know, started one game the year before against the Cowboys and looked good. But other than that, I didn't expect a crazy year. I didn't expect like a monster year. But if we're grading it off of this, I guess we can go D. I'm not 100% certain about his future right now, being that the commanders with the second overall pick, new offensive coordinator, new coaching staff. Don't think he's probably going to be a guy that starts for them next year. I've heard some rumors that the Jets are looking for to trade for him or something like that. If the commanders really do want to trade for him or really want him traded just off the books and everything like that. The Jets potentially could trade him as a backup. But other than that, I, I'll grade his season as a D. Not the greatest, not the best. Showed flashes, but again, the commanders just were not great all around. Joe Burrow is next. And honestly, I think I could put him in the injured tab because honestly, I don't think he played enough game from uh, enough games for me to really um, grade him like just on a tier list scenario. I honestly had that wrist injury on that Thursday night football game against Baltimore that had him out for the rest of the year. Other than that, the Bengals started the season kind of weird. He was banged up, obviously coming in with that calf injury from training camp at the beginning of the of the training camp season in the summertime, so he really didn't get a preseason. So he was kind of coming in all banged up into the season. Didn't play great. The Bengals really were kind of clawing and scratching and obviously dealt with a lot of injuries this year, but Joe Burrow injured for the rest of the year really did kind of sink their season. T. Higgins spent time injured, Jamar Chase. A lot of players spent a lot of time injured this season for the Bengals. Joe Burrow kind of was the cherry on top, which is like, you know what, they're not really going to be competitive after that. So he's going to go on the injured tap here. Our next quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. He is our next quarterback on the board. And I'm going to go, for me, Trevor is kind of a weird, um, he's a weird quarterback to kind of grade right now. Because yes, he had 100, he 100% had a down season compared to, you know, the season he had before where he looked really good. But he also battled injury, right? Battled injury for a lot of the year. Um, battled just a lot of things just in terms of injury. But had a decent year. Had 4,000 yards, which was 10th in the league. Tied for 15th with passing touchdowns with Sam Howell. But had 14 interceptions tied with 4th. Except for the fourth. And um, I don't know. He's It's weird because obviously the season we saw Trevor have the year before where they made the playoffs was really good and just a huge jump from his sophomore, from his rookie year. His sophomore year was really good. And this year, his junior season was just not what we expected. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence has this huge pressure because he was the first overall pick. He got this generational talent label. And this season, he with the battling injuries and just the way the Jags played, are not was not really good. I would have put him at C for right now. But I could honestly put him C, fringe D, just off of the season he had. But I'm going to put him at C just with the interest he had. Patrick Mahomes is next. And uh, this is S. I mean, we're, I mean, to be honest, this is S. I mean, the, mo- the season Mahomes had... I know I said in the Super Bowl wrap-up um, episode, just the season he had, the adversity that, I, not adversity, but the, just the season that the Chiefs had in general, to go in and win the Super Bowl after really nobody believed in them, which, I mean, I, saying nobody believed in them is kind of summarizing it, but I, I think people did believe in the Chiefs, but just a lot of people didn't. A lot of people counted Mahomes out, especially after all the drop passes on the MBS, and the Canaris, Tonys, and the drops, and everything like that. 
Came together at the right time. Patrick Mahomes plays good football. S tier. I mean, I think simple as that. Josh Allen is next. And Josh Allen, I think I'm going to put an S tier. I know the picks are something people are going to sit here and say, um, you know, the picks were just, you know, a problem. But Josh Allen had a phenomenal year. I think had a MVP caliber season. If, you know, um, Lamar didn't have the same sort of season. Tied for fifth in attempts. Fourth in passing yards. Tied for fifth in passing touchdowns with 29. Second in interceptions, but I think those interceptions really came towards the beginning of the year when that offense under Ken Dorsey really just was weird where it wasn't, um, it just wasn't really clicking. It wasn't, you know, really what the system that they wanted and just didn't look good on just on the field, just did not look good. So I'm gonna give Josh Allen an S because I feel like he had a great year. And barring that beginning of the season where they kind of started with their foot on the gas and then sputtered midway point to make the playoffs, win the division. And yes, I don't get knocked out by the Chiefs again. Other than that, this team had a very good year. That second half of the year was very good compared to the rough first real, like the rough start of the year first that they had. Other than that, I'm very happy with the season from Josh. Phenomenal stuff from my from my quarterback. Well done from him. S tier for me. Jared Goff is next year. And Jared Goff is a weird one, right? Jared Goff is weird because for one, honestly, I'm going to give him an A. Jared Goff had a great year. I, he just, the Lions look good. They look good under Goff. They look confident under Goff. And I'm going to give him an A. He had a great year. I mean, to me, he had a great year. One of the reasons why the Lions are so good, and I think him and Ben Johnson come back for another year, just very good for the Lions. They can only go up from here. Good young team. Jared Goff has been very good, and I think that he's been a reason why the Lions have been so successful here. Justin Fields is next here, and Justin Fields is a weird one as well. He's another one of the instances where he's a weird kind of quarterback. Obviously, we don't really know what his future lies, and I don't think he does either. If you saw the 33rd uh, podcast with the St. Brown brothers, obviously, we find out he uh, unfollowed the Bears due to uh, just not wanting to really look at football. And, and that's explainable. You know, really, Justin Fields, I think you really got to look at it like this. If you're in Justin Fields' shoes here, right, with the whole Caleb Williams speculate, you got the NFL posting, um, you know, who's going to go in the draft where, mock drafts here, what's going to happen with your future. I mean, honestly, that sounds like a very stressful scenario. And I would not want to be anywhere near that. You know, I, as a as someone, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that. I would not want to be any, hear anybody talking about that. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't want to hear it. So I understand Justin Fields completely here. Going off his season, uh, 22nd in passing yards, 20th in passing touchdowns, tied for 16th with only nine interceptions, which isn't bad by his standards. 70.6, uh, 74.6 overall grade, 76 as a passer, 84 as a rusher. Um, Justin Fields, I think, might go in that fringe of C as well. Um, but honestly, I think it could go D. He could go D, fringe C. Not a bad year, but not a great year. I think really you expected Justin Fields to really jump out on tape. Well, not jump out on tape, but just jump out with the season he had base overall and had an okay year with DJ Moore, but I think really this year is a prove it year if they don't drive Caleb Williams. This is the prove it year. I know people were saying, well, this is the prove it year this year, but I think this is the prove it year, right? You gave Justin Fields the number one weapon in DJ Moore. Great. He had somewhat success here, but Luke Getzey and that offense not really working. And I think if you bring in another offensive coordinator, you see where this offense goes. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes for Justin. But if you drop Marvin Harrison, say like third overall or even first overall, I think it really is a big prove it year for Justin. You give him really everything, not everything he needs, but a good chunk of what he needs and really just really is a prove it year. So this is a prove it year heading into this season for me if I'm Justin Fields, but D French C for me right here. Deshaun Watson is next. And uh, I don't know. I feel like he's, Deshaun Watson is weird because you could honestly grade the season he had. Like you very much could grade it, but you also could, right? Because he spent a good chunk of the year out. But 76 overall grade, 70 or 
67.8 as a passing passing grade. 63 as a as a as a runner according to PFF. Uh, I mean, looking at the stat, 1,015 yard uh, passing yards, 40th. Seven passing touchdowns, 74th. Fourth, I think you gotta have been injured. As much, you know, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of this Deshaun Watson that we're seeing right now for Cleveland. Uh, again, earlier this is where I think you, you don't have enough to put him in injured. You could honestly put him in D, but I feel like that's harsh, being he had a, a rough season. So, with that being said. Uh, it definitely in the entry category here. I think the same thing can said for can be said for Anthony Richardson. Obviously, he spent a good chunk of the season out, but showed flashes of how good he could be. And just to sum it up, I think that really, I think he could have a good year, right? Heading into this season, um, he could have a good year. You know, seeing what he can do with a full season under his belt, under his belt, under Shane Steichen. And honestly, he's gonna go on the injured uh, tab for me right now. But I really do think that when it comes to Anthony Richardson, definitely, I'm excited to see what he can do with Shane Steichen. Uh, if they resign or tag Michael Pittman, what he could do. So just overall, excited to see what he can do. Good young quarterback. Russ is next. And Russ, I think, had a sneakily good year, right? A sneakily good year after the year he had the year before with the Broncos. 26 p- passing touchdowns, 8 interceptions, uh, 3,000 yards, graded as a 77.5, 72 for a passer, and 80 as a rusher. I'm going to go B. I think Russ had a really good year, right? Uh, fringe B, almost C. Had a very good year compared to the year he had, right? And I think, yeah, the 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 relationship with Champagne really hasn't worked out for whatever reason that is. And I think Russ could be one of those high tier quarterbacks that you see on the market. Just but his contract is like the huge problem, right? Again, another instance where the contract is a huge problem. And I really do think that Russ could be one of those guys that a lot of teams target when you need a quarterback heading into this season, right? Either way, stats wise, I'm gonna put Russ at B. I know he kind of got a lot of flag, but I think around the second half of the year he really turned it around. I think they turned the Broncos turned it around when they turned it around. Russ turned it around. And I think I'm going to go B here. Kenny Pickett is next. And he's a weird one as well. Kenny is a guy who I didn't expect a lot out of heading into his sophomore year. But I think the preseason and the way that the Steelers played in that preseason, even though it's the preseason, preseason right? As I'm about to like cough. I'm not like I was about to cough, but I they could feel it. Um, Six passing touchdowns, four interceptions, spent a little bit of the year on IR. I'm going to go D. I didn't expect a lot from Kennedy. And Matt Canada's offense just didn't look good. And I know he had a coordinator, you know, circus after Canada left. But really, it. They should have got rid of Canada a long time ago, and I think that really would have helped their season. But Kenny spending time in the IR, just not a good season for the Steelers offensively. And I really think Kenny Pickett is entering a prove-it year. I know a lot of people are saying that Justin Fields or Russell Wilson or somebody, or maybe even Kirk, to come into the season, into the into the quarterback room for the Steelers and be the starter. I just, I don't know. I, Kenny's a guy who I think is heading into a prove-it year if he is the starter next year. But Mike Tomlin really hasn't been kind of sold on it, at least with his, his interviews and just the quotes I've seen on social media. Just really hasn't said anything about it yet, and I don't really expect him to. But I think Kennedy's going to be a guy who's middle of the pack, in between Howell and Fields. Just not a good season for him at all. Stafford, I think I'm going to go B. Matt Stafford had a really good year. The Rams had a really good year, a good bounce-back year. A good young team, even though in the offseason they were trying to paint this narrative that he really wasn't in. Um, like, remember when they tried to paint that story that like Matthew Stafford couldn't get in touch with his with his like his young receivers? Like, I think his his was it his wife that went on the podcast and said that? I don't know if it was a podcast or like an interview, but she went on to say that like he was having a hard time with that, and it didn't look like that at all. Obviously, having Puka Nakua when Cooper Cup was out really helped. Very good season for Matthew Stafford, great in the eighties, uh, for both passing and just overall. Obviously, it's a rusher, great in the 60s, but you don't really expect Matthew Stafford at his age to be sprinting down the field. 24 passing touchdowns to 11 interceptions tied in uh, 10th with interceptions, 11th with passing touchdowns, 11th in passing yards. Really good season for the Rams. I'm going to put him at B. All right, I'm going to put him at B. B, uh, high B. I'm going to put him at a high B, middle of the pack B. I'm going to put him at B as well. I'm going to put him at B here. I think very good season for the Rams. Good young team, excited what they could do in the future. Obviously, Matthew Stafford is up there in age, but I think you need a veteran quarterback like that 
uh, to really help your team and just be successful, right? Baker Mayfield is next, and I'm going to put him at B. I mean, just a great season overall for Baker, a good comeback. Honestly, definitely, if if, if Joe Flacco didn't have that Cinderella run, if I could speak right, um, you know, a B for Baker, just really turned his season around, turned his reputation around. I think coming into the season was definitely seen as either a backup or a guy who was like a fringe quarterback, like a fringe bridge quarterback, but I think he proved he could play at a high level. One of the reasons why this Bucks team was so good and surprised a lot of people made the playoffs, knocked the Eagles out, and almost knocked the Lions out. So Baker, I de- definitely think, is heading into this offseason with a very good chip on his shoulder still, but I think still definitely is worth a very good pay grade and maybe could be the future for the Bucks. Still fairly young, so very good from the former number one overall pick here. Ryan Tannehill is going D. All right, borderline F, all right? I, I think Ryan Tannehill had a bad year. This Titans offense was bad. Will Levis is the future of this team, I think, for sure. But this offense was terrible. I I, I don't even know how you put it. Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith uh, you know, since really then, when he got uh, when he got uh, Tannehill, I don't know why I thought Arthur Smith was the coordinator for the Titans. I was about to say he's the coordinator, but he's not. But just, I, I don't know where this Titan, teams go. this Titan team goes. That's a tongue twister. Derek Henry leaving. Ryan Tannehill probably going to leave. Uh, I don't really know where he ends up. He might be a backup. I know a lot of people are saying that he might end up somewhere else. Um, but I don't really know. If I'm really Ryan Tannehill, I don't know if there's really a market here. Maybe as a backup, but just not a good year. I obviously spent a lot of time injured, but just not a good year for him. I'm going to go F. Kirk is going in the injured tab. I mean, not enough games. Played like, what, three games, four games maybe? Not even a, like a full season going in the injured tab. Um, I think just enough said. Well, I think definitely coming into this season, I think he should get paid by the Vikings, but I understand the Vikings definitely not wanting to pay him a lot, being that he just suffered a big injury and just the type of quarterback he is. But if they trade up for a quarterback that I've heard them saying that they might, I think you re-sign Kirk and develop a guy behind him. That could be your future. So injured tab, nothing for Kirk. But if I was going to put him anywhere else, maybe C, maybe D. But again, haven't played a lot of games. So Gino is going C. Gino's going C. Um, Gino's going C just to based, off, based off of the season he had the year before. I know it's kind of hard to really put him there, but not the greatest year for the Seahawks. Just after... The year they had the year before they made the playoffs and it looked really good. They looked good this year, but uh, they didn't look amazing. Gino had a good year, but I, I think just in terms of the way he, the way he ended the season before, I think you could really put him at C, but I, I'm going to put him C high B for Gino. Uh, Stroud is next, and Stroud's obviously going S. I mean, CJ Stroud is already one of my favorite quarterbacks so to see throw the football, and so good. I mean, just phenomenal from the rookie of the year. One of the reasons why the Texans turned around so quickly. Good playoff run from him. Going to have a good long future and excited what the Texans can do. With the cap space they have, and out more, I don't know, with the $30 million addition last week. Excited to see what CJ Stroud could do. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers is next here. Aaron Rodgers is going to go in the injured tab. I kind of want to put him, I mean, I can't put him at D because the guy played four snaps, all right, going in the injured tab. But I think I'm, I guess I'm kind of excited to see what they can do with him. Um, But I'm also kind of weary about it. See what happens with the Jets and Robert Sala. But for right now, Daniel Jones is next. And I'm going to put Daniel Jones. Where am I going to put Daniel Jones? I don't even know. Do I put him at D or F? And I know you're listening to this. This is already pre-recorded, so I've already made my decision. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I honestly want to put him at F. Uh, I know he didn't play a lot of games. Two passing touchdowns, six interceptions, not even a thousand yards broken. Spent a lot of time injured. I'm going to put him at F. Or, uh, no, F. F, almost D. Just not a good year. I know he's, I know he tore his ACL, right? Towards ACL, middle of the season, roughly. Was it middle? towards like the beginning of the season. So the Giants were kind of screwed uh, around that. But look, at the end of the day, just not the season that you want him to have, especially after giving him that contract. I don't really know where they go from here with Daniel Jones. I think they're just going to write it out. But this Giants team really felt like the Giants team under jo- under Joe Judge. Like it didn't feel like the Giants team under Brian Dable. Like the offense just wasn't clicking. Daniel Jones was struggling. They all kind of struggled. And I don't know where they go from here. You really hope they have a good offseason. But honestly, the Darren Waller signing was hit and miss. I don't know. I just, I have a lot of expectations from him. 
but hit and miss for right now. So Daniel Jones is going to F. I know he spent a lot of time injured, torn ACL out for the season, but just I think there was enough there to see where it was going. Kyler is going to go C, almost B. A decent year. This offense looked a lot better when he was in it. And not a bad year, but I think definitely this year, heading into this year, Kyler is definitely a quarterback that you definitely want to watch because I definitely think that the Cardinals want him to get back to that 2020, 2021 uh, form where he was basically an MVP candidate, where they were very good under, uh, under um, what's his face? I just forgot his name. Cliff Kingsbury. Sorry. I just forgot his name. I blinked out his name for a second. Either way, we're going, B, we're going C for Kyler. We're going C for Kyler here. Next is Derek Carr. And Derek Carr didn't have a bad season statistically, but... When it comes to this offense for the Saints, it was not good. It was just not a good offense for the Saints. And um, Derek Carr didn't have a bad year by any means. Like, when you look at his numbers, they were not bad. Right? His numbers were not bad. His grades from PFF were not bad. I mean, he said his running grade, but what are we expecting Derek Carr to run? 3,000 yards, 25 touchdowns to 8 interceptions. I mean, on paper, that's not a terrible... That's that's actually very good. That's a good... That's a decent year. For uh, for Derek Carr, but like, just the Saints' offense wasn't good. They just were not. I don't know if it's a scheme or what, but if we're going off numbers, it's not bad. I'm gonna go see you for Derek Carr. Not a bad year statistically, obviously. And the season's gonna yell to his offensive lineman, but just not a great year. I honestly didn't expect Derek Carr to take the Saints to a different level because of just the offensive scheme and everything like that. But I don't know. I did expect better from them just as a whole, but. I'll go see you for Derek Carr. Lamar's gonna go S, and we all know why. MVP season, so much better. Uh, I guess the biggest question was, could Lamar stay healthy in the month of December, get them in the playoffs, make a run? And he kind of did that, but they honestly fell short uh, in the in the AFC Championship. But other than that, still an S season for Lamar. I think definitely the most, not prove-it year. I would say it was a prove-it year, right? Because he got paid. He um he got paid in the offseason. Many people were saying, oh, he can't stay healthy in December, so that contract's going to go down. Lamar just put it wrong. And he had a great year. Great year in the offense. I think under Z- with Zay Flowers now in that receiving core, I think he's really going to help him. His new, one of his favorite targets, him and Mark Andrews together, are going to be really good. So with that being said, I'm going to go Lamar at F. Oh, goodness. We got Mac Jones next, and uh, he's definitely going F. Uh, Mac Jones. I mean, I don't even know what to say about Mac Jones. That Matt Patricia, uh, Joe Judge, Franken-Monster coordinator, whatever the hell that was two years or a year ago, two years ago now, just uh, sent this kid off a cliff, and I don't really know. I don't think he's going to be starting a quarterback for the Patriots next year. Don't really know where he's going to go, where he's going to end up. Hopefully, he can end up in a situation where he plays better. And we see kind of what he played like in his rookie year. But I think New England, he's got to go. I think he's going to go. Find another situation. Go somewhere where he's wanted. And uh, just really, I, I honestly, despite Mac being a Patriot, and I am a Bills fan, but I really do hope he finds a situation where he can really find himself and find how good of a player he can be. Because I think he's just been in a downward spiral since then. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, for right now, this is for his season. Not great. Very, very much poor. That very much poor. That's not. That's not. That's you definitely. That's not a sentence. Very poor compared to the year before. But other than that, then we're gonna have for uh, Mac Jones. Desmond Ritter, I think, is gonna go D. Desmond Ritter just was not good this year. Honestly, I mean, not terrible, but not great. You know, just not good. This Falcons offense was bad. Uh, he was bad. Honestly, he graded in the fifties this year, and um, even for touchdowns and, interse- and interceptions with twelve each. Two th- 2,000 yards is like a hiccup. That was weird. Uh, Just not good. Honestly, he did it off as well. Not good for him. Tua. Tua is next. Um, we'll go A. I think Tua's health definitely was something that um you definitely... I mean, coming into the season, you were definitely like, Tua can't stay healthy. We saw what happened last year with the concussions and everything. Like that. He definitely looked a lot stronger. Not a bad season when it comes to grades. 86 in offense, 88 in, um, in passing. 29 in rushing. I mean, I'm not going to use that because we've never, like, two are running just doesn't make sense. But, uh, jeez, oh, 29. Oh, my God. Uh, how many yards did he rush for? 19 design runs, negative 13 design run yards. Uh, 
87 yards, so not bad. 407 rushing snaps, which 636 uh, passing snaps, but I think that also has to run into heading off snaps. Uh, tied for fifth in touchdowns with 29, 14 interceptions, 4,000 yards. He was first in passing yards, according to PFF. 88 grade overall, 90 passing. Um, look, I'm going to go A, but I think two was played down the stretch, especially towards the tail end of the season, definitely lingered off. He could have been put in an S. But I think one of the reasons why the Dolphins started to go downhill was he started playing a little bit more reckless, a little bit more interceptions from the end of the year, just not great. And I'm going to put him in A. He could honestly go B for that end of the year performance, but I think I'm going to go A just the season he had. Dak Prescott's going A. And he's going A, but um, he's going to go A, fringe S. Very good year from Dak. Um, just a very solid year. Definitely deserved the contract extension that he's probably going to get this offseason, but very good year. Definitely a lot better that passing offense as, you know, him and CD together were just honestly incredible. So good, but it definitely did fall short. I think that's why they're going to go S here because they got knocked out first round of the playoffs. So 100% going to go uh, A here for right now. Bryce Young um, has my windows has open on my freaking computer. I don't know what happened there. Bryce Young is going to go. Can you blame all the Panthers offensive problems on him though? I'm going to go D, but I honestly could see him going C. Showed flashes of how good he can be. What really surprised me is how like in the pocket is calmness like his his calmness in the pocket like he's like pressure berailing on him and he is just stout in the pocket which is something that really impressed me other than that i'm gonna go d i don't think you can blame all the the panthers offensive problems on him but definitely when you look at the season cj had compared to bryce it's unfair to compare the two but i don't know just just not not a great year for bryce hopefully he can back uh you know bounce back next year with day canales and have a better offense around him justin herbert's going in the injury tab honestly i think justin herbert um, for me, just didn't play a lot of enough games, had an okay year, but spent a lot of it injured, especially with that finger injury. That finger injury, the fact that he played on that, that was probably like probably really hard on him. But other than that, spent a lot of time injured, banged up. This Chargers offense just it really didn't work out the way it did. And um, yeah, I think just never should go on the injury tab. Just not enough games for him. Man, that finger injury looked painful though. I'm going to be honest, that thing looked really bad. Uh, Brock Purdy. A, almost S. Same thing with Dak. Almost S. Won the Super Bowl. Honestly, you could probably put him at S just for that. But very good season. Graded really well. 88 in passing. 83 in, um, in passing. 88 overall. 90 is a rusher, which 410 rushing stabs, 22 uh, design runs. 138 scramble yards, two rushing touchdowns, 17 scrambles, 4,000 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. You know what? Off stats, S. Had a better year. Made the Super Bowl. Good year from him. Definitely a bounce back. Uh, not a bounce back year, but a very solid year for a guy who a lot of question marks hanging into the season, not from like me or anything like that, because I've, I've always really said Brock Purdy's an elite tier guy, and the numbers he put up which is phenomenal. I know people are going to say, well, the offense he had, but number he's numbers he put up, very good from Brock S tier. Jalen Hurts is a weird one. I honestly could put him B. Season he had after the year he had, the year before when they made the Super Bowl, um, just didn't look good. Just the year he had was weird. Like he graded very good, 80s. 83 overall but off the year he had you expected a little bit better or damn near close to it and towards the end of the year really careless with the football very careless obviously the lack of coordinators didn't help just that really could scheme stuff up for him and uh yeah i'm gonna go Ooh, i could go i could go b here I, look off the season he had when they made the super bowl comparing it to this year it's a down year and uh i'm gonna go b fringe a right he could be a but off the season he had the tail end of the year how that ended for the eagles not good not good. Jordan Love's gonna go A. He's gonna go A. No, wait. Can I put Jordan Love A? People are gonna be mad at me if I put Jordan Love A. But I kind of want to put Jordan Love A. This whole season, I he had a very good year for the year they had. For Jordan Love, for to have the year he had, right? Solid year from Jordan Love. I know, not a great year, but oh, 32 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He's going A. Jordan Love's going A. I don't want to hear it. Jordan Love's going A. He's going A. All right, this kid is good. All right, yeah, he set two years behind Aaron Rodgers. This kid is good. All right, this Packers offense is good. It's young, and I'm excited to see what they can do. All right, he's going A. Yes, he's going A. I know Eagles fans. You're not gonna be happy with me. Go on A. He's going A. All right. I don't want to hear it. Going A. Going A. All right. And then we got Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of the year. I mean, F. The guy like played two games and then got benched. Not even. 
What do you play like four games? Judge McDaniels left, he got benched. That's it. F. All right. So yeah. So let's just recap. We have the S tier: Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, Stroud, Brock. That's in no particular order. Purdy at the end. All right. A A tier. We have Dak, Goff, Tua, Jordan Love. B tier. We have Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield. C tier. Kyler, Gino, Trevor, Derek Carr. I don't know why I had a pause there. D tier. Bryce Young, Justin Fields, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell. F tier. Desmond Ritter, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. Max Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then injured tap, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins, um, Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Herbert. So that will wrap up. That we'll do um we'll do a tier list like this around the start of the season, just like expectations and where I think they could land. Everything that uh, putting you know quarterbacks from the draft and everything like that in there as well. Uh, but other than that, just heading into the season, wrapping up. This is my season 2023-24 quarterback rankings at the end of the year going after the whole season so with that being said agree with me don't agree with me with that being said that's my quarterback ranking that's gonna wrap up today's show hope you guys have a great week and i'll see you guys back here next monday uh when the combine is about to start hopefully some news breaks and everything like that that being said have a great rest of your week i've been josh from the sd sports network and in the auto i'll see you guys next week Break.